Breaking news out of Amarillo, Texas. Judge Kazmarek has made his abortion pill decision and it's not good. Before I share my cable with you, which is the beat with Ari Melber, but with Jason Johnson instead, if you are not registered to vote or just don't vote in every single election, watch this and let the anger soak in as empowering and making you want to fight. If everyone eligible to vote on the left really voted, we will be able to get out of this a lot faster than you think. Here's the breaking news. We have breaking news coming in right now. A judge in Texas issuing a stay of FDA approval of the abortion pill known as Mifepristone. The government now has seven days to respond, so it's on hold. To explain all of this, Alencia Johnson and Joyce Vance are back with me. I should mention that Alencia worked for Planned Parenthood for six years. Alencia, you are our resident expert on this. What does this ruling mean, and what are the immediate consequences for the people of Texas, possibly the people across the United States of America? I think what you just said is the right thing that we need to talk about. This isn't just a decision impacting Texas people who may become pregnant. This could impact every single state, even the states where they are trying to expand access to abortion care, because over 50% of abortions are managed through methylpristone or the or, or known as the abortion pill. And so I think we have to remember that what happens in Texas does not stay there. And we have to realize that women and people who are pregnant, people who are trying to end their pregnancy are going to be scared, are going to be concerned that they may not have the options that have been safe and effective for the over 20 years that this has been FDA approved, literally 99% safe, right? Over 99% safe. And so people are going to be scared. They're going to be concerned because they may not be able to receive the medicine that they need. But the political implications of this will be even more dire, I believe, than what we saw in the overturning of Roe and the Dobbs decision. And women and young people and folks all over are going to be galvanized on this issue. And so it might feel like a dark moment right now, but politically, this is a huge mistake for the anti-abortion movement. So, Joyce, just so we're clear here, what does the ruling actually say? It, it's denying or slowing down approval of an abortion pill that's been accessible for the last 20 years? How is that even possible? How, how did we get here? I guess that's the part that a lot of people still want to understand. Right. So the holding in this case says that the FDA wrongly granted approval for use of the drug mifepristone. That's one of the two drugs used for a medically for a, a medication managed abortion. And the judge says that was a mistake. I'm going to invalidate that approval. Mifepristone is no longer approved for nationwide distribution. The judge then takes the step of staying his order for seven days. It will go into effect at the end of seven days if both the Fifth Circuit and the United States Supreme Court pass on the opportunity to stay his order. This is something that's often very confusing. And what happens is when a case goes on appeal after a ruling like this one, there's a question. Does the district judge's order go into effect? Or will the court say, let's keep the status quo in place while we're litigating the appeal? So right. here the judge says, once seven days elapse, it's time for my order to go into effect and people who are pregnant will no longer be able to get access to this essential drug. 
What is the rationale in the ruling? I mean, I, I don't know if this judge is, is also a medical doctor, but is the argument that suddenly this, this abortion pill is not safe? Is the argument that, uh, you know, they're, they're following along with the new sort of anti-abortion legislation? What's the rationale for this kind of stay for something that, again, has been FDA approved and available for two decades? Right, so this is a 67-page ruling that's just come down. I don't want to pretend I've studied it carefully, but from what I've been able to read so far, it seems clear that the judge accepted the most aggressive arguments that were made by the plaintiffs, really invalidating the decision made by the FDA, almost accepting some allegations that it was made for political reasons. And you need to understand the judge's background. Judge Kismarek, who sits in the Amarillo Division in Texas, and was judge shopped for. They wanted to have this particular judge hear this case. The reason is that he came out of a right-wing law firm that had a history of engaging in this sorts of litigation designed to make abortion less accessible. Um, it's really in many ways a very discouraging opinion because of the 20-year history of safety with this drug, much safer than many other drugs that are commonly in usage. And so it's a very disingenuous effort to limit, if not eradicate, access to abortion. I want to bring in two other guests, uh, MSNBC legal analyst Lisa Rubin and Ellie Mastal, justice correspondent for The Nation. Both have also read this opinion. Uh, Ellie, I'll start with you. Uh, Joyce talked about the fact that this this case had sort of been judge shot. You are very, very good at pointing to the fact that the Federalist Society and a lot of organizations are basically you know, clone clone tanks for spitting out these judges who are going to do anti-abortion, anti-democratic voter suppression things. <coughs> Excuse me. What did you see in reading this ruling that sort of sounds like the talking points that the right has been promoting for the last 15 or 20 years? What are some things that you may have noticed in this ruling? Remember when conservatives on the Supreme Court said the reason why they were overruling Roe v. Wade is because they wanted to kick the decision back down to the states and let the states decide their abortion laws? They lied. That was always a lie, and this decision it puts pain to that lie because what he is doing is saying that he, as a district judge in Amarillo, Texas, can now litigate medical medicine, medical you know uh, uh, approval for the entire country. This is one of the first times in history that a judge has overruled the FDA's ability to say yay or nay on whether or not a drug is safe. Now, the talking points here that are kind of conservative think tank gobbledygook is, uh, goes into the question of standing, because if you think about it, who are, as usual with the abortion cases, right? If you don't want to get an abortion, don't get an abortion. Like, what gives you a right to determine it for the uh, for everybody else? Well, in finding standing for the plaintiffs in this case, so finding the ability they have the ability to sue, this judge says that women who have actually gotten an abortion might feel too much shame or regret to sue the government for the abortion pill. So that's why other people have nothing to do with the issue, have to come in and sue on their behalf for the little ladies. That is the Federal Society conservative gobbledygook that is at the heart of this ruling. Lisa, I, <laughs> I, I, you, you've also had a chance to read through this ruling and, and besides this sort of grotesque sexist paternalistic element of this ruling. I also want you to sort of highlight to us um, 
what would potentially be the next step? So we've got seven days now. Uh, is this going to be the government sort of coming up with a counter case? Is the government just going to say, hey, we appeal, but we know we're going to have to go to the next higher judge up? Like, what happens in this next seven days? I think you're exactly right. The government has to appeal on an emergency basis. That having been said, the appeal goes to the Fifth Circuit, which at this point is easily the most conservative, ideologically driven appellate court in the country. One of the things that my friend Steve Vladek who is a law professor at the University of Texas has written extensively about is the ways in which during the Trump presidency, conservatives leapfrogged appeals courts to get the results that they wanted from the Supreme Court. And here we might see that turned on its head. We might see the Department of Justice on behalf of the FDA seek immediate relief from the Supreme Court because they know it's not going to be forthcoming from the Fifth Circuit. We're also in a position tonight where a Washington federal district court has issued a completely contrary ruling in a different case about Mifepristone saying that the FDA has no authority to rescind or go beyond its existing guidance on Mifepristone. So we have two directly conflicting rulings from two courts of equal jurisdiction. It's clear to me, no matter what happens next, this is going to the Supreme Court. Short Cast Club.